This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Ariana, does it concern you knowing that Tom cheated on Kristen a few times? Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Dipti Sarawath, and you're listening to I See Why Am I. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. And today I am joined by Dipti, who has a podcast called Pop Culture Prisoner, where she covers pretty much any reality television show that interests her. She is a reality TV scholar, a fellow intellectual of the reality television universe, which means I'm sure some of y'all can guess where this is going. But before we get into that, Dipti, hello, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having me on. I am beyond excited to be here (laughs) to talk about what we're about to talk about. (laughs) I am just so glad that you're here. I feel like I say that all the time, but I truly have no idea what is happening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Usually I actually have a few questions asked by guest hosts to like kind of get us warmed up. But to be quite honest, I don't, I don't even have the patience for that. We just need to get into what is going on. We need to get into it. Yeah. And that it that we're referring to is Scandival. <laughs> Before we explain what that is, Dipti, can you take me back to the moment you first heard about Scandival? Like, put me in your shoes. Paint a picture. Like, because you've been, you've been pretty invested since this broke, right? Uh, yeah, like literally 99.8% of my brain has been devoted <laughs> to this since last Friday afternoon when my friend Haley texted one of my Bravo threads with this article by TMZ saying what the Scandaval was. It wasn't called Scandaval at that point. Scandaval came quickly thereafter. But I read this headline and I actually didn't believe it. I thought it was smut. I didn't look that it was TMZ, but TMZ sounds like smut, but they're actually really vet their stories. Mm -hmm. But I I was just like, this is so preposterous that I, I, my response was, eh, this is stupid. I don't believe it. And then it dawned on me pretty quickly that this is real. And I, I went into shock, literally. I, I was just like, oh, and then there, there went my weekend. And ensuing week. It's almost the week anniversary of finding out. And I say that part and like laughing, but it's also, I am heartbroken, truly, genuinely. So yeah, um, it was, it's been very intense, you know? <laughs> I can only imagine. I don't feel like I've had a scandal like this break in one of my fandoms in a while. And so I'm I'm really I have a lot of sympathy for you um and everything that you're going Thank through. You. <laughs> can I tell you one quick thing? My sister who is does not watch Bravo, but she knows I love Bravo. Uh I was trying to explain it to her and like 
as succinctly as possible, knowing I'd lose her pretty quickly in the conversation, and basically came to the conclusion, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, this is Red Wedding level. Wow. That's a phenomenal analogy. Um, Well, before we go any further, I feel like we do have to actually say what we're talking about at some point. (laughs) (laughs) So Scandival is the nickname that has been given to the drama that has come out over the past week about some cast members of the Bravo reality show Vanderpump Rules, which is in and of itself a spinoff of another Bravo reality show, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. If you're already in any way connected to the Bravo fandom, you are probably invested in some way. I am mostly a Potomac girly, a Real Housewives Potomac girly, which means that my Twitter timeline knows enough to surface a lot of tweets about what's going on because a lot <laughs> right. of people I follow also care about this. Yeah, But I don't know what's happening except for the fact that it's a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. There's this tweet from at malls that says, hashtag Scandival has been trending for six days. I can't remember something that trended this long since Trump was in office. I would say Try Guys trended for that long, but I understand what people mean. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, let me tell you one thing that my friend Jen just sent a little while ago. A new episode just aired last Wednesday of Vanderpump Rules, like post the scandal of it all. So the Instagram account, Bravo by Betches, they wrote, we're all in this clown car together. And this is what it says. Thinking about how we've all spent the last week with our brains entirely devoted to a show whose most recent episode was titled Love Struck at the Disco Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yes, that's where we're at. We're all in this clown car together. We sure are. Like, it's just, we're obsessed. I mean, there's just something so, I don't know, affirming about being in a clown car with a bunch of other people together. You're like, you know what? You delusional weirdos. You understand me because I, too, am a delusional weirdo. And that, that's that's fraternity. That's egality. That is, you know... And you know what? You know, we're also in good company. We Bravo heads, especially Vanderpump Rules heads, love to tell people, like, we're not the only ones who watch it. Rihanna is invested in Vanderpump Rules. Kaylee Cuoco is. Jennifer Lawrence is. There is a Yale professor named Roxanne Gay. You might know her. She is. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, yeah. Like, she's amazing. She is obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. It is a phenomenon. And this is before Scandal. This is, it's been a phenomenon the past 10 years. And that is what we are talking about today is this phenomenon by popular demand. And by popular demand, I mean mostly my demand because I, I need to know. <laughs> if there's drama, I need to know what's going on. It's just my personality. Um, today, we're going to break down all the Vanderpump Rules drama. We're going to give you, you know, uh, Scandival 101 so you can understand all the tweets, all the memes, all the TikToks. We're going to make sure that, you know, if you are 50 level obsessed or someone who's only seen the headlines or someone who's just in a separate Real Housewives fandom, you're going to know what's happening at the end of this episode. Because 
On its surface, it sounds like kind of standard reality television drama, but I shit you not, my social media feeds have been putting it on the level of, do you remember where you were when Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yep. So in order to understand all of this, Dipti is going to take us through the history of Vanderpump Rules the news and subsequent fallout of Scandaval, and how fans, production, and cast members are handling the news. All of that after a short break. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. On Friday, March 3rd, news broke that Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox's long-term relationship is over after Maddox discovered Sandoval had been cheating on her with fellow Vanderpump cast member Raquel Levis. To me, this sounds like the War of the Roses. Like, there are a lot of people involved who have the same name. There are allegiances and beefs that I cannot begin to understand that have a long history and are always shifting. Like, it's giving dynasty. It's giving Richard III maybe killing his brother's children. (laughs) And, you know, the War of the Roses inspired Game of Thrones. So I feel like we're all back to the conclusion that this is the Red Wedding. That being said... (laughs) I need you to tell me what's happening because I, I'm so lost. Who are these people? Why are there so many men named Tom? Like, just help, please. My crops are dying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So I'll start with your first question. I'll just say who the Toms are. There is Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. They are season one veterans. They both worked at this restaurant called Sir, which stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. And from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills world, there was a cast member named Lisa Vanderpump. She's a very rich woman worth $75 million. I know that because I look up like net worths of like all the housewives. That's I don't even care if it's true or not. I just look at like the top Google search. I'm like, okay, she's worth 75. She's worth tons of money. And she has all these restaurants around LA. And she and Bravo was looking for a new show. 
And she went to Bravo and Andy Cohen, who's at the helm of um, Bravo, one of the main producers of all the shows, and said, I have this restaurant and the staff is who you need to make your new show. And it was very interesting because she's coming from this rich, insanely glamorous world of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she's like, I want you to do a show on the people who serve them, you know, in these restaurants, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. like the bartenders, the servers, the busboys, the hostesses, all of that. And that's where Vanderpump Rules comes from. And so Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz were bartenders at Sir. Tom Sandoval had a girlfriend and her name was Kristen Doty. Soon thereafter, Tom Sandoval and Kristen Doty, they have tumultuous relationship. They break up. And he starts dating the other person at the center of the Scandaval, whose name is Ariana Maddox. We love Ariana. We stand her hard. She's our queen. Now, Tom Schwartz is Tom Sandoval's best friend. He was dating a woman named Katie Maloney. Tom and Katie, we follow the ups and downs between you and me and all your listeners. It was all downs. Um, (laughs) We follow their tumultuous relationship for the past decade. And spoiler alert, they just got divorced last year. So these are the Toms at the center of everything. Tom Sandoval, who is the main person who cheated in the scandal, He loves to dress up in costumes. He loves to wear a stupid hat all the time. We are sick of Tom. He's such a ham, but he's technically, he's quite a good looking guy. But here's the thing. He's annoying. But why did (laughs) we put up with him? Why? Because of Ariana. Ariana Mm. was so measured and so lovely and she's cool. Like she's on this, she even made a, like a slide at herself at a reunion one or two seasons ago. Like, how talented are you if you're on Vanderpump Rules? Like, she's in on, like, the joke of the show. And she elevated Tom Sandoval. So we kind of just let him get away with everything. We're like, well, she's with him, so he can't be that bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But meanwhile, there's all these other players. There's Jax Taylor, who is a monster. He dated a woman named Stassi, and then there's all these other people. They're not involved in this um, specific scandal. But there's a lot of um, people whose lives we've been following, and we are heavily vested in them. We have parasocial relationships with them since they've been in their 20s. And... Jax hooked up with Kristen, who was dating Tom Sandoval. While, you know, Tom Sandoval was in another room, and this is not important for your listeners to know all the details of, but it's just, like, (laughs) very, very messy. And that's just season one. And so you're gripped from the beginning, and there's so much betrayal. You see the friendships. You see them in the back lot of the restaurant, which is, like, a famous location now. Like, that's where they all had their cigarette breaks and would talk about everything going down and who's cheating and who's lying etc etc that is what this universe is of Vanderpump Rules and we see them go from their like early 20s now they're all in their 30s um Tom Sandoval himself is 41 42 he says he's 39 but he's been out as a little older but uh (laughs) so then like people come in and Lisa Vanderpump remember she owns all of this stuff she has a friend who has a son And his name is DJ James Kennedy. He is a DJ. He is British and he is an asshole. But he is also hilarious. But 
he's also a monster. There's a theme here. A lot of monsters on yeah, this show. Uh-huh. But he's hilarious. Like, very, I feel guilty that I find him funny. He is not a good person. But this is important. He was dating the other person at the helm of this scandal, Raquel Levis, who you've seen in your timelines and feeds, that name. She was a very young, just kind of meager, very pretty pageant girl. And that was his girlfriend. And he wanted to make all the ex-girlfriends from the show jealous with her. And she was labeled as what he said in a recent episode, DNS, which he was like, I can't say the words, dumb and stupid. I mean, it is horrible. These people are not nice. But she has a reputation of being very dim-witted. And she doesn't do a lot to help her reputation on the show. But um, <laughs> she's, uh, she, you don't think she's the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? And this it becomes important in a bit. So DJ James Kennedy is dating Raquel. They get engaged. Tom Sandoval is such good friends, supposedly, with James Kennedy. He spends $25,000 on a Coachella-themed engagement proposal. Because Coachella was canceled because of the pandemic, and they love Coachella. They were really sad, so they go to the Coachella grounds. Sandy spends twenty-five grand on fireworks, like insanity. Now, maybe production of Bravo may have helped a little. Who knows? But really, Tom Sandoval spent a fortune. I don't have friends like that. No, I mean, um, it's weird considering the fallout. Yeah. So they get engaged last season— And at the reunion, they reveal that Raquel and James Kennedy have broken up. They ended the (laughs) engagement. After this $25,000 engagement. Okay. And here's the thing. We were all elated (laughs) that Raquel left him because James Kennedy is a monster. We were all like, oh my God, go Raquel. She's finally getting a voice. We were thrilled for her. Mm -hmm. But the season was lackluster. Nobody liked last season or the past couple seasons. We lost a lot. And then, like, there was a lot of things with um, BLM, with Black Lives Matter, that some cast members were ousted from the show for being below the bar. You know, just, yeah. For producers on reality TV to get rid of you for being racist, you really have to be racist. Yes. And so I was glad they were gone. But the show lost a lot of oomph. And people are like, Vanderpump Rules is over. And so then people are like, I don't even want to watch the next season. And then the season begins. And between the end of last season and this season, we hear these rumors that Raquel hooked up with Tom Schwartz, the guy, if you recall, who just got divorced from Katie. But he's divorced and she's single. So this is fine. I mean, but it's weird. I mean, it's weird, but it's not crossing any lines. I mean, technically. It's still (laughs) super strange. We were were pretty up in arms about it, but not like taking pitchforks. But it was was crazy news. And we're like, what? And that made me think, I really want to watch what Raquel did that? When did she get like any sort of confidence about herself or whatever? It was all very confusing. So it kind of like piqued a lot of our interest. And we're like, maybe I'm going to watch this season and kind of like it. So the season starts. And we're watching very carefully, like, for any clues about Schwartz and all of this stuff. 
And then Friday, March 3rd afternoon happens (laughs) and this news breaks. And so that is what the background is and that is what's going on. That Raquel has been in a seven-month-long relationship, an affair with Tom Sandoval, who was still with Queen Ariana, who we stand. Which is important to know the length of the time because it means that the relationship was happening during filming. Correct. They started filming July 2022. We're all trying to put together a timeline. Lisa Vanderpump herself is trying to put together a timeline. Not We're Lisa all Vanderpump curious. trying to figure out what her employees are doing. That's an HR violation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> There's no HR, sir. There's no HR, sir. <laughs> Okay, so let me let me see if I have this straight. Okay. So we have Tom Sandoval, who is not great, but is made better by the fact that he is dating Ariana Maddox, who we love. And then we have Tom Schwartz, who is in no way related to Tom Sandoval, except for the fact that they're besties. Yeah. Tom Schwartz recently got divorced from someone whose name is escaping me at the moment, but she doesn't seem that important. (laughs) Her name is Katie. Katie. So Tom Schwartz got divorced from Katie. So that's happening on the side. Also happening on the side is this man named DJ James Kennedy. Yeah. (laughs) He is dating Raquel Levis, who is a pageant queen, kind of an ingenue character, it seems like. Like, not the brightest bulb in the box. Yes. They get engaged. Mm -hmm. And then Tom Sandoval, who is with Ariana Maddox, pays for a fancy Coachella-themed engagement. Yes. And then the engagement is over. They announce it at the reunion. They're like, actually, there was no point to all of that. So we're in the break in between seasons and all these rumors are coming out that Raquel, who is newly single, and Tom Schwartz, who is newly single, Tom Sandoval is still not single, but Tom Schwartz and Raquel might be doing a little sum-sum. Everybody is again like, that's weird, but maybe we'll tune in. Right. Then the season starts, everyone's looking for signs. And it turns out that the Tom that Raquel is with is not Tom Schwartz, who is newly single, but Tom Sandoval, who has never at any point been single because he's with our girl Ariana. I want to, like, do a huge applause right now. That was tremendous. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You got it all right. A plus. Thank you so much. This is, I have a brain for drama and nothing else. I failed physics and stats multiple times because I don't remember formulas well, but this shit. (laughs) You're gold. And so that leads us to how exactly the news broke. And this part I actually do know. I knew before I came in. But importantly, I didn't know who the fuck any of these people were. So this, this meant nothing. But apparently on Wednesday, March First, Tom Sandoval's cover band, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras, which is the worst name I've ever heard, were playing a show. (laughs) And at some point, his phone fell out of his pocket. According to Ariana's friend and former castmate and also ex of Tom Sandoval, Kristen Doty, Mm -hmm. Ariana just had, you know, that feeling that something's wrong. And she was like, let me open this little phone. Let me pick this phone up off the stage and open it up. And 
just immediately was, you know, launched face first into a <clears throat> sexually explicit FaceTime between Tom Sandoval and Raquel that Tom had for some reason screen recorded and saved. That man's not the brightest bulb in the box either. Maybe it's actually a match made in heaven. Who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> maybe, maybe. So that same night, fellow not brightest bulb in the box, Raquel appeared with another Vanderpump Rules cast member whose name will immediately escape me after this taping, but I know her name now, and it is Sheena Shea. Raquel and Sheena appeared on Watch What Happens Live. And after that taping, somebody in the friend group texted Sheena to let her know what was going on because, you know, the group chat's always popping. And upon learning what had happened, a.k.a. what Raquel and Tom had done, Sheena reportedly hit Raquel in the face. And oh, boy. I don't condone violence. But sometimes, you know, it's... I, <laughs> that... That's all I'll say. I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't blame you. Um, I'll also say you're not the only one thinking these things. But yeah, it's it just keeps getting wilder and wilder as all the details roll out. So we need to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to get into the rest of the cast's reaction to this that does not include physical violence. And we will also be talking about the future of Vanderpump Rules after Scandaval. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together, and we were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. Hi, y'all. Hope you're enjoying today's show. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. We're thrilled to have you here. In case you missed it, our show comes out twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. You are currently listening to Saturday's episode. Wednesday's episode was all about the comforting things we look to online. It is a real balm in this time of, you know, general despair. (laughs) You don't want to miss it.
we're back. I mean, to me, I'm like, of course this is important just because of the sheer amount of drama that I just laid out. I want to know about this because I'm a messy bitch who loves drama. Oh, but like, yeah. why is the New York <laughs> Times covering this? Like, why is this such a big deal? Because like, Real Housewives people get into shit all the time. Like, actual legitimate crimes. This is what I think. The Real Housewives, a lot of them are in prison or have served time in prison. They all, a lot of them lie about their finances. They're, um, there's a lot of embezzlement, real crimes that happen. But you know, my theory as to why it has exploded in the way it did is that while we think that those are horrible, evil things, that's not relatable, this drama, we've all either had a friend who's been cheated on. Yeah. We've all been duped in some way. You've been cheated on or your friend's been cheated on or you've been the one who's cheated. Like somebody in your universe can relate to being just completely blindsided. It's it's like so mind-blowing that this deceit was happening Behind everyone's back. They have a camera crew following them and nobody knew. That is stunning. We're like gut punched. And I think a large part of it is because of the parasocial relationships we have with these people on television. And on top of it, episode five just aired last Wednesday. So now we are going to be watching the entire rest of the season with this lens. I watched the episode that just aired and it was crazy to watch. You watch what Raquel is doing and it, it, it will blow your mind. Which is so fascinating because when you think about the legitimate royal family of reality television, which is the Kardashians, <laughs> this is... This is their playbook, which is to have some scandal play out in between the seasons. And then you watch the whole next season with that in mind, knowing that, you know, Kim has gotten held hostage or that there's a divorce coming. But the difference here is that the Kardashians are very aware of that and they are very intentionally doing that versus this, which does feel like outside of the manufactured part of reality television. Because, I mean, the thing about reality television is that it is in some ways manufactured, but the real interesting parts of it are the parts where no one is really trying and you see like the yes. real human shine through. And this seems like that. We're watching it with hindsight with Ariana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're watching it with Raquel seeing that she is getting busted. It's never happened before. Yeah. So what has the kind of fallout been like? What has been happening since the news broke? Like, I'm assuming cast members have to be commenting on this. Oh, yeah. So, um, so far, Stasi, who's a former cast member, she has a podcast and she put one out and you know what? I uh, We do not like Stasi. I mean, when, oh, she has fans somehow, but... Is she one of the people who got ousted for being racist? That's right, yes. Okay, noted. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, yep. Her, Jax, Kristen Doty, and some others. Um, so this is what's crazy. I listen to her podcast, and it's like, because nobody is rooting for Tom Sandoval and Raquel. Of course. 
It's like we're all united. Like, I actually enjoyed Stasi's podcast because she's on the right side wow. of justice right now. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes, exactly, Rachel. And then I listened to Kristen Doty's podcast. She put out... Also a- ousted for racism. Yes, who, and oh, we do not like Kristen Doty. She was a villain. Her podcast was amazing, her episode about this. Now, keep in mind, Kristen Doty was dating Tom Sandoval when he got together with Ariana. The overlap of that is questionable, but again, we don't care anymore. Kristen doesn't even care. She's good friends with Ariana. She's Mm -hmm. been with Ariana at Ariana's house since the scandal broke. And she gave us the details of what went down. Oh, I forgot to tell you this, Rachel, but we're no longer calling Raquel, Raquel. We like calling her by her, what we just learned was her given name, Rachel. Oh my God. So so as like a diss to her, everywhere you'll see on any message board, we're not even calling her Raquel anymore. We're calling her Rachel. Not her trying to sound more exotic. (laughs) Rachel's a fine and good name. (laughs) (laughs) I found it out because she shared a photo. She was going on a plane somewhere and Mm -hmm. her plane ticket showed and her plane ticket was inside her passport and the plane ticket said her name, Rachel Levis. I was like, oh, some people saw like a high school yearbook photo, but this is like kind of recent news. So there are former cast members. They're commenting as well, of course. And even though I don't really like some of them, a lot of them, um, I do sort of want to see confessionals from them on Vanderpump Rules, like on the actual show. Because here's the thing. All the cast members are coming out and saying, we've been telling you this all along. Sandoval's a fraud. He just got away with everything. And there's another fallout from this is... You know, like a lot of people rewatch old seasons of reality television shows, especially because we know what the future holds. Um, A lot of people are already doing that and some people just started doing that. And there's a lot of people sharing poignant clips. Oh, I love this part of an aftermath where people are just like, hey, if you look back, here's some hints. Yeah. And these clips that people are showing are crazy. There is a clip from a reunion where Kristen is so pissed at Sandoval for having cheated on her. Tom, it happened. Like, and I don't owe you anything. I owe you nothing. I can date. I can hook up with whoever I want. Okay, I owe so, you nothing. so I, I should have just went after one of your friends. Go for it. No, I'm not going to do like, that. I, mean, I have higher standards I than that. I have morals. I think what she's saying is you just should have directed your, your anger your towards friend. James. Basically, Sandoval is saying, I would never cheat. You can't cheat with, with a friend. You would cheat with a friend? Like, he was literally shitting on the very thing he did. It's just like, this hasn't aged well. Basically, so much has not aged well. And it's it's wild. It is a chasm. Like, you miss an hour. I literally, God, there was one point, like, a couple days ago where I was like, I'm so glad I'm not on vacation right now. Because <laughs> I, I would be like, no, I, I can't go visit, like, the Eiffel Tower. I've got to read more about what happened. I can't go swim with dolphins ago. right now. No. There's more important things happening. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not a I hiking mean, without reception. No! <laughs> I mean, that makes me wonder, is there any intel within the fan community about how production is handling any of this? Because if the new season is airing right now, they have to have the cameras back up, right? Oh, they fired cameras up as soon as the news hit on Friday. 
They were doing interviews that night and all weekend. Uh, they have to. I ha- I mean, like, on one hand, it makes me feel, you know, very, like, predatory to be like, where is the camera footage of all this right. heartbreak happening? Yeah. But on the other hand, I it's know. like, when you sign up to have every single moment of your life filmed mm-hmm. and put on television, I then expect every moment of your life to be filmed and put on television. So when something like this happens, I simply must know in the moment how you felt, even though I don't have the right to that. And that makes me a bad person, but also I don't care. Uh, you're in good company then. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, they are, cameras are up for the next couple of weeks. They're filming the reunion in two weeks, supposedly. And they are oh filming the fallout right now. And on top of that, they are re-editing episodes. <gasps> Watching it play out with the person who also had no idea this was happening, just completely reframes the entire experience in a way that is just fascinating as a reality television Mm -hmm. scholar. Yes, beyond. And if if any of your listeners like want to start watching all of a sudden, let me give you just like one tidbit of something that will be crazy to watch going forward. Mm -hmm. Tom Sandoval wears this stupid Claire's Boutique like lightning necklace that's like a symbol of his dumb cover band that he has. And apparently he gave Raquel a lightning bolt necklace and they both wear one as a signal and a symbol to each other of their love. And when Sandoval was on Watch What Happens Live, which If anyone doesn't know, Watch What Happens Live is Andy Cohen, who's like one of the highest executive producers at Bravo. He has a show called Watch What Happens Live. It's a live show at night, every weeknight and Sunday night. And he brings on a lot of cast members from shows. Sometimes it's celebrities. And they talk about all the drama going on. It's a very fun, like, half-hour show. Both the Toms were just on together, of course. I mean, because they have two restaurants. They have restaurant Tom Tom, and they have this new restaurant called Shorts and Sandies. And he's wearing his lightning necklace. And now, now we're going to start seeing, we haven't yet, we're about to start seeing Raquel wearing that necklace. And in the footage that we're going to see, it's them. Like, you know that they're together. And Raquel is very close friends with Ariana. While she's wearing this symbol of her boyfriend's infidelity with her. That is unhinged. It's unhinged. And also just like, I don't know if we've quite hammered home how wild it is for this to play out on a reality television show with a group of friends and for no one else to know. Like the level of deceit that you have to employ to keep this secret from production from your best friends, from everyone around you, from fans who would spot you in public. The fact that this didn't break like that is, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of impressed. Not in a good way, but in a bad way. But I'm kind of impressed. Right. What exactly, how have like Tom and Raquel and Ariana responded to all of this? So Ariana, um, she deleted all her social media. Um, she filmed, but we have, you know, we're not going to see that till the, the end of the season. But Tom Sandoval put out a horrible PR statement by whatever terrible PR firm he has. He put out two. One was just like, yeah, I know you all hate me and stuff. Never apologize to Ariana. Just, you know... My my restaurants and my staff and the investors the didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. He was like, 
Don't blame them, blame me. Basically, please be a patron at my restaurants. He got dragged for that. And so then um, a few days later, he put out a statement that was like apologetic to Ariana, but not, it's too late. Yeah, if your first apology about an affair where you humiliated your long-term partner does not mention your long-term partner, and then three days later, you're just like, oh yeah, also sorry to her too. No one's, uh, it's too late. And uh, Raquel did put out an apology statement that was just like, I really need to work on my codependency issues and stuff like that. Like, sorry, it's just like none of it stuck. And as you watch, she knew she was having an affair the whole season. People are like, they're either going to get married and have a baby and be together forever, or this is going to like blow up super duper fast. That was my next question, which is what do you think this means for the future of Vanderpump Rules as we know it? We don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody, like, it's like, nobody will film with them. There's no way. And Tom Sandoval, actually, he filmed something last Saturday and he demanded a reshoot of it because he didn't like the way he came across. He, He thought he was being portrayed in a bad light. Babes, the bad light is there. That's just it. That's the light you cast upon yourself. Like, you bought that lamp and now you got to deal with it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, and, and, and like, that just shows the lack of remorse. And according to Kristen Doty on her podcast, when they, she was at Ariana's house, the house that she shares with Tom Sandoval, um, shared, uh, Tom Sandoval came into the house. And he walked in and said, I know, every, everyone hates me here. And Kristen's like, okay, we can't like say like, how dare you? That's not going to do anything. She took him aside and was tried to reason with him. Like, look, just for the sake of Ariana, can you give like a two hour notice before you come? Like just for her own emotional, you know, because Ariana is not doing well, according to all reports. She's distraught. And he apparently said, it's my house. If she wants, she can leave. Listen, I know Kristen got like fired for racism, but in this one specific case, I would have supported women's wrongs and she should have just punched him in the throat. Like that's how I feel. (laughs) Sometimes violence is the answer. As we learned earlier in the episode. Right. With Sheena Shea. Um, I feel like I ran a marathon, I'm not gonna lie. And I appreciate this was like a bonding experience. <laughs> it really was. It really I'm so happy that I got to explain Scandaval to you. Welcome to this world. I don't know if you wanted to be here, but you're here now. All right, that is the show. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday, so please subscribe. It's the best way to never miss an episode, to never miss an explainer of a reality television drama that is rocking our world. Please leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. Tell your restaurant waitstaff about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYM underscore pod, which is also where you can email us your questions like, what the fuck is Scandival? And you can also always drop us a note at ICYMI at slate.com. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader and Rachel Hampton, with a special thanks to Sierra Spragley-Ricks, Daisy Rosario is our senior supervising producer, and Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online. Or it, sir. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C., on Tuesday, May the 14th. My colleague, Mark Joseph Stern, and I will be talking to some amazing guests, including Sherilyn Eiffel and a sitting state Supreme Court justice, all about how originalism, a relatively recently invented way of interpreting the Constitution, has taken over the Supreme Court and radically reshaped the law. It's been doctrinal rocket fuel for the conservative legal movement and facilitated the rolling back of abortion rights, the expansion of gun rights, and the obliteration of the separation of church and state. And as another wildly consequential Supreme Court term careers to its end, the court's originalists are on a tear. But there's something you can do about it, and we hope you'll join us in D.C. on May 14th to explore the possible pathways out of the current situation. Go to slate.com slash amicus live for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> 